You are listening to DG Talks, a podcast brought to you by Delta Gamma. Each month, the Delta Gamma host will speak on a different topic, covering a wide range of interests for our sisters. We look forward to engaging with you on social media about other topics you would like to hear, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. How's it going? It's Claire here, Claire Fletcher. You can find me on Instagram at Claire's Food Freedom. I am an initiate of Beta Xi chapter at Michigan State, and I am the current ATC of the Gamma Kappa chapter at UC Santa Barbara. So yes, you guessed it. I live in the beautiful and very sunny Santa Barbara, California. Um, I am a realtor with my mom, actually, who is also a Delta Gamma. And I'm a marketing manager for a nutritionist. I don't know why I just said eh, a nutritionist. <laughs> um, you guys, I, I'm very real. So let's be honest, there's probably not going to be any of this edit, edited out. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. And today we're going to be covering the t- concept of healing by being your true self. I know it's going to get it's going to get good. So, you know, this can be in the context of healing from a chronic disease like me, or it can be in the context of using these tools in your life, even if you don't have a chronic disease, even if you're not struggling with something like this, to make your life happier and healthier. So a little bit of backstory about me so we can get into the juicy stuff. You guys can understand where I'm coming from, why I'm even on here, why I'm even an expert on something like this. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease, in 2017. So it's been about coming up on three years. Um, Now, if you don't know what Hashimoto's is, it's a thyroid disease. So basically what happens is your body thinks your thyroid is foreign and it attacks it as if it was the flu, as if it was some sort of foreign thing inside of you. So this can cause all sorts of issues. I think there's up to like 200 symptoms for this. But for me, it was mostly, you know, I had pretty severe depression, anxiety, uh, horrible cystic acne, hair loss. My weight was constantly fluctuating. Um, I was just overwhelmed, felt, felt like I got hit by a bus every single day. The best way to describe having an autoimmune disease to someone who doesn't have one, it can feel like you've got hit by a bus every single morning when you wake up. Your body is just so tired because it's, it's busy fighting off, you know, those, that foreigner that they think is there. They think that, that thyroid is an issue and it's not. So that is where I started in my journey. I, I thought that I could, you know, fix my diet hire a coach and basically cure myself through diet only. Oh, if only I eat enough vegetables, if only I, uh, you know, get the exact macronutrients or micronutrients or this or that, or figure out every food sensitivity I have, I can heal myself. And I know that this can apply to basically anyone, any women out there, we get caught up in What's the latest fad diet? What's the latest this? What's the latest healthy thing that we need to be doing? And we stop tuning in to our bodies. So that was where I was at when I started. I hired a coach, uh, the amazing 
Holly Hidgens. If you guys don't know who she is, I highly suggest you check her website out. Holly Hisher, Holly Fisher Hidgens on Instagram. If you want to check her out there. Um, she has been a huge reason that I've been able to learn all these things and make a huge change in my life. Basically, I was at a breaking point where I knew I had to do something to change how my life was going. I knew I had to do something to change my health and it couldn't just be food. I had done some very strict healing diets in the past and they had helped, but not really. So when I started working with a coach, I said, you know, like, this is what I want to do. I really want to focus on my diet and blah, blah, blah. She started asking me the big questions. And this is when things really started to shift. Did I like my life? Did I like my job? What boundaries and, you know, what relationships was I putting first in my life? Now, I know everybody's probably like, okay, Claire, these are big questions. Yes, they're big questions, but they're super, super important. Do you like your life? I think it's something we forget. We, we go through the busy motions of getting through our day, going to work, taking care of our kids, uh, doing the laundry, you know, uh, going to the grocery store, getting all the things done we have to get done. And we, we forget to just stop and say, like, let me look around. Do I like the people I'm surrounding myself with? Do I like my job that I spend 40 hours a week plus working on? Do I like my husband or my wife or my partner? Do I like the things that are around me? Now, I know that can sound privileged in a way like, hey, Claire, I can't just like walk away from some of these things. Of course, of course, like you can't always eliminate every bad thing in your life. But can you make a conscious decision to shift? Now, when I started to realize this, I realized that my job was sucking the life out of me. I was underpaid. I was underappreciated. It didn't flow with my lifestyle. I was working in a corporate job, sitting there from nine to five. It, ju- it just wasn't fulfilling. I was selling shoes. That's, that's, that wasn't fulfilling to me. Now, if you want to sell shoes, girl, you do that. I don't, I, I, no judgment. <laughs> but for me, I looked at my life and I said, Oh my God, Claire, you hate your job. It is sucking the life out of you. I quit my job. I took a very scary leap and pay cut. But don't worry, I'll get to the money mindset thing later. I thought it was a pay cut. It wasn't a pay cut. Um, you know, I, I reevaluated the relationships in my life. I have a, an amazing fiance who is super supportive of everything I do, but I looked at the friendships. I looked at who I was surrounding myself with. And I really made the people who made me feel good a priority. And the people who didn't, I said goodbye to. Now that can be super hard. We're in a sorority. We have sisters. We have people that were around. I know all of you on, you know, sister level, DG to DG. We are a certain kind of person. Every DG I meet, I'm like, heck yes. We are, we are part of the sisterhood for a reason. But if some sisters or some friends or some family members aren't serving you and they're making you feel like you are not worthy or you are not good enough or you cannot be your fullest, truest self, that is not a relationship that serves you right now. 
Now, if you can put boundaries around it, if you can express how you're feeling, then great, do that. But sometimes things have to be walked away from. And that can be super hard. It was very hard for me. It still is something that I don't know if I handled right, but it has helped me heal leaps and bounds. Because when you take the BS, I don't think I'm allowed to cuss on here, (laughs) BS, but you get what I'm saying, BS around you, and you get rid of it, or you eliminate it, or you try to just at least push it to the side a little bit, that is going to change your relationship with yourself and your truest, highest, most amazing self is going to come forward. And I know that from experience. That is exactly what happened to me. I quit my job. I made, you know, changes with the relationships around me. And I really focused on like, what did I like to do? How many, how many times have you even asked yourself that? What do I like to do every day? What makes me excited to get out of bed? I love working for my mom. I think it's so fun. It makes me get out of bed. I love working for myself. Um, I am an independent contractor. I run an Airbnb. I have lots of different jobs, but I get to run around all day doing different things. That is what makes me happy. So I started asking myself like, wow, Claire, what makes you happy? What makes you get out of bed and be excited? I, I realized like, I love to hike. I love to go to yoga. Um, you know, I love to travel. I love to do all these different things. And I wasn't prioritizing them. I was just putting all of these other people, things, jobs before myself. Now, That can be a difficult conversation to have with the spouse, with your kids. But if you're going to show up as your highest self, if you're going to show up as your best self, you need to be putting yourself first. That's the only way you can serve the people around you is in that way. Because if your light is dimmed, if you feel like crap, if you're tired, if you're, you know, hating your life, how can you show up and be the best mom, best sister, best friend, best spouse. You can't. You can't because you have to really love who you are and what you're doing. I know that can that can seem like a lot. So I'm just going to let everyone digest that for a second. Do you like your life? Now, when I started making these changes and I started asking myself these questions, it was a lot. It brought up a lot of emotion. It was hard. And this is all in, conjunct- in conjunction with me focusing on a whole foods diet really making sure that I was supporting my body. I was moving my body. Now this could, you know, this is not a a diet podcast. This is not what I'm going to tell you what to eat or how to work out or any of that. No, it's all on an individual level. What makes you feel good? Not what so-and-so saying on TV should make you feel good. What makes you feel good? So, you know, I love to do yoga. I do yoga a couple times a week. Do I like to run? No. So do I run? No. Do I like to, you know, I started really tuning into myself. And when I did that, I started seeing all these other relationships around me, all these other people. And it started opening my eyes to the things that I was pretending didn't exist. My relationship with my dad, my relationship with my mom, and the things that I had gone through growing up that I was just not addressing, I started to address. I started to have real conversations with the people in my life and real conversations with myself. (laughs) I know how hard that can be. Sometimes it feels a lot easier to put things on the back burner. I started looking at my financial health. So, you know, all of these different things, 
can can feel like a lot of stuff. So if, if right now you're feeling like, oh my God, Claire, this is too many things. I feel overwhelmed. I get it. Take a step back and I just want you to sit down and I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for and three things that you feel like needing need change. And you're just going to focus on the three things you're grateful for and the three things that need change. If the three things that pop up in your head are, oh, I really am not feeling good about my finances. My relationship with my dad isn't great. And I hate my job. Okay. Well, what steps can you start to take to evaluate those things and move forward and make small changes to move forward and get the negative out? That is my advice for those because I changed, I shifted a lot of things in my life when, you know, a year and a half ago when I was really, really sick. And that was really finding my true self. But for everyone, it's not possible to do all those things. It took me a long time. This didn't all happen at once. I slowly started to work through each thing. So people ask me all the time, like, what has been your biggest impact? What has been the biggest impact? I went from in bed every single day. I would go to work. I would come home. I would lay in bed. I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't go anywhere. I was so tired and so sick. And now, you know, I'm running all these businesses. I'm, you know, sharing things on Instagram. I'm cooking. I'm working out all these things. And people are like, how, what was the biggest impact, Claire? And I'm like, you guys, I just, I just looked at myself and said, do you like your life? What was the biggest impact? There wasn't. I just decided to tune into myself. I just decided to be myself. I know that's so crazy because it's like, yes, I shifted all these things, but not dimming my light and not playing small and not pretending I wasn't this outgoing, fun person that I am who also is an introvert and also wants to sit at home and not talk to people. (laughs) I started to heal. I started to feel better in my body. It's crazy. My joints stopped hurting and I was less tired and I had started shifting all of these things in my life and realizing that what I was really doing was not dimming myself down. When people told me I was too much, they did. They told me that all the time, too much personality, blah, 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 to this, too loud. I stopped listening. I stopped listening to the people who were trying to dim my light. So when I look at what was the biggest impact on my healing journey, it was really the change in myself and the practice of ignoring the shadow that was trying to come over me and being true to my authentic self. If you're wondering like, okay, what is the first step to doing that? Because that can seem kind of broad or woo. Like, what does that mean? Well, just start looking at why you're doing the things you're doing. Do you feel small when someone asks you, do you want to do this? Are you like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Do you really want to be doing that? Start asking yourself that question every time you're choosing to say yes or no to something. Are you saying yes or no because of somebody else? What is what you want in your truest self? What do you want? That is what is going to keep you happy and healthy the longest is truly being you and not giving in to all of the naysayers or all the people on the outside. And maybe some of you are lucky enough to never have that, but I doubt it. Because even when you're scrolling through your Instagram feed, those accounts you're following could be dimming your light. I don't look like that. 
or I don't have a life like that. You know, it's a highlight reel. It's a highlight reel. Like that is not everyone's life. And sometimes that can send us into a spiral too, where we start dimming ourselves because we think, oh, I'll never be as awesome as that person. Oh, heck yes, you are. You already are. You're already that awesome. So that is my biggest thing I can share when it comes to impacting your health is really tuning into yourself. I know that was the biggest impact on me. And, you know, when I, when I talk about this, I, I think I have to come back to autoimmunity and, and, and the, the chronic illness that I live with, because I think sometimes, you know, all these things can happen and I will have a flare or I will have something come back up. And even if you don't have an autoimmune disease, this can be, you know, there's going to be something in your life that triggers you. Like you have, you know, there's some traumatic event or you're in a car accident or something happens to a family member or you, somebody loses a job. There can be all of these triggers in our lives. And it's like, okay, when I notice these things creeping back in, or I notice symptoms creeping back in, like maybe I'm feeling extra tired or, um, right now, for me, I have just been traveling for a month straight. I've been basically gone every single weekend for the last month. And it's taken a huge toll on my body. And I've had a huge flare of cystic acne. Now, I know what to do in that situation. I start looking again, asking myself the hard questions. Okay, Claire, are you stressed out? That can be a big one. You know, are you focusing on eating a real food diet and just focusing on nutrients and feeding yourself well and making yourself feel good? Are you um, prioritizing your family and your friends and what makes you happy? Are you scheduling out your time? Because for me, that really helps of just like organizing myself. Okay, you're going to work this time. You're not going to work this time. You're going to enjoy these things at night. So I start looking at all of those things and, and figuring out how I can combat those symptoms creeping back in. I think it's a combination of all of those things. So I, did I lose you guys? I hope you're still with me. I hope you're getting something out of this. Uh, you know, I, I also want to talk about what it's like to live with something like Hashimoto's or like an or uh, autoimmune disease. People, people sometimes will ask me like, is the, what's the biggest blessing or what's the biggest silver lining? And I think it's that I could tune in to my body and just like truly be thankful. I don't think I would be where I am. I don't think I would be sharing with you guys on a podcast like this about what I went through and you know, the steps that I took to get better without finding out I had an autoimmune, autoimmune disease and reaching my lowest point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten there, you know? So it can feel like a lot, but I want you guys to take this, take whatever, whatever ideas really resonated with you and realize that you can do the work. You can do the work to continue to heal yourself, whether it's from chronic illness or not, just constantly being happier and healthier is so possible. So the main things that I want everyone to focus on besides the, besides the three things you're grateful for and the three things you want to improve. So I, I highly suggest writing those things down is, you know, your lifestyle, your diet and connecting with your highest self, your intuition, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Because those are kind of the three things. So your lifestyle is really going to include work, your friends, your hobbies, 
your finances. Ooh, we didn't touch on finances. Should we talk about that? Yes, let's talk about that because that's super important. Finances. So your money mindset. This has been huge for me. So like I said, I took a big pay cut when I quit my job and that was super scary for me. But I started focusing on how can I change my relationship with money? I was always kind of scared of money. I never really, you know, I always kind of felt like it was going to go away. It was, you know, evil. There's a million things that we can think money is. Money is just energy exchange, which I know that sounds woo, but it is just an energy exchange. So when you start believing that you deserve money and you deserve that to come to you, it will. Things will start popping up in your life. I really started working on that. I really just started saying like, you know, Claire, you'll have X amount of money in your savings account. You'll have, um, you know, you'll sell this amount of houses and you'll have these commission checks. And I just started putting it out there. Just, you know, this is what's going to happen. Now, if you work a nine to five job and you don't have, you know, your income isn't flexible, start manifesting what that, what your income could be. I'm going to find another job that I love that's going to pay this amount. I'm going to start saving this amount and just like really start putting it into your subconscious. And when you do that, the stress of money starts to dwindle to the side. That can be such a stressful thing for people. It was super stressful for me. I never felt like I had enough. I never felt like I knew what to do with it. I always felt like it was just coming at me or not coming at me, I guess. Or if it was coming at me, it was evil. And when I started working on that, I read, you know, you are a badass or you are a badass at making money by Jen Siriano, I think is her last name. Uh, those are great books. That is really going to just make you realize your potential, first off, that you are a badass. And second, that you can change your money mindset. So when it comes to that lifestyle work, really making sure that your job is in alignment, which this doesn't have to happen overnight. You can make these changes small. Start looking for other jobs or talk to your manager about how can you shift your position to be something you're, you're excited to be doing. You know, look at your friends and family. Who do you need to set boundaries with? Who do you need to maybe not have in your life if they're not a positive influence, if they're not a positive person to be around? Doesn't mean they have to be happy-go-lucky all the time, but are they sucking the life out of you? No, no, we don't want that. (laughs) And then your hobbies, your interests, your passions, are you taking time to do that? If you have kids, are you hiring a babysitter? For one day, a month, it can even be one day every two months, whatever you want to do. Are you, are you saving that money to put that aside so you can have a second with your spouse? You can go to the gym. You can go take a knitting class. I don't know what it is. Whatever makes you excited and, and gives you time to be your highest self. Are you focusing on the foods that make you feel good? Now, this one can be hard. I'm an advocate. I work for someone who teaches intuitive eating. Are you tuning into your body and seeing how you feel? We, we have learned in this country to eat so mindlessly. And then we wonder why we feel like shit all the time. Are you tuning into what makes us feel good? That doesn't necessarily have to mean it's all vegetables all the time. It can be, hey, you want a piece of chocolate cake and that's going to make you feel good? Then hell yes. Heck yes. Eat that piece of chocolate cake. You know, but are you, are you, 
feeding yourself and nourishing yourself with things that make you feel good mentally and physically. That is huge. Then are you connecting with your intuition? Are you connecting with yourself? Now that can seem the hardest and the wooest out of everything, but it is obviously the most important. It's what I've talked about the most today. So I'm reiterating it again. Are you connecting with your highest self? Are you being who you are and who you want to be? I think it's so easy for everybody around us to make the decision of who we get to be. And that serves, that doesn't serve us. it, It does. No, it doesn't serve us. It doesn't. It never served me. It was a huge reason why I was sick, but it was a huge reason why I've been able to heal is connecting with who I am and getting to talk to you guys and getting to, you know, share on my Instagram platform and my website about, you know, what my journey looks like and just being a positive influence and getting to dance around my living room like a lunatic or wear cat pajamas. You know, if you if you follow me on the gram, you'll see all of these things. But <laughs> get, you know, really getting to be who I am and be unapologetic for it. That has taken me time. It has not been easy, but it has been the most important part of my healing. So if you're walking away from today, I want you to focus on your lifestyle, your diet, and connecting to your intuition. And I want you to write down those three things, those three pieces of gratitude and those three improvements, we shall call them. And take a second to think about what what things you can really focus on, because it is so possible to heal. If I can leave you guys with any sort of pocket or idea, pocket, I don't know why I said pocket, but a pocket of an idea. Who know? I don't even know, guys. Sometimes I just get in my own head. Um, <laughs> if I can leave you with anything, it were to be that you are so powerful. Let that sink in for a second. You are so powerful. You are so worthy and truly one of a kind and amazing. And that can feel like a lot. That can feel like no, I'm not. Yes, you are. When that little voice, that little, what's the, what's a PG way of saying that, (laughs) that not so friendly person in your head says that you are not worthy. You are not powerful. Know that you are, that you are the beholder of all the things you need to heal. You are the beholder of all the things you need to be the best version of you. You don't need any outside help. It is all inside of you. If you focus on the things that make you happy and the things that make you shine and don't dim your light, amazing things will happen and will continue to happen. <sighs> okay, guys. I feel like I really I really went at it with all of you. I, I truly hope that you learned something today that you know, I was helpful that I hopefully gave you a little bit of inspiration to get out there and start living your best life, healing yourself through the things that you are doing, living, breathing. If you want to connect with me, I would absolutely love to be your friend. (laughs) I would love to be your friend. Obviously, we're all sisters here. So I would definitely love to be your friend Um, on my Instagram, which is Claire's Food Freedom. Claire spelled C-L-A-I-R-E. S and then food freedom. 
you guys got that. Um, you can also check out my website, which is clairesfoodfreedom.com. I have some fun goodies on there. Um, but mostly you'll find me in the stories just sharing what's going on, talking about health, wellness, healing, autoimmunity, a l- honestly, a little bit of everything. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure, you guys, to do this today. Um, please feel free to email me, DM me, or go on my website. You can see how to contact me there. And let me know what you thought of the episode. Let me know, you know, how, uh, if any of the things I talked about helped you make changes in your life, I would absolutely love to know. So thanks so much, guys. It has been a blast. Thank you for listening to this episode of DG Talks. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at Delta Gamma. 